This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. This is Episode 7, Grant Cardone, 10X, On Purpose. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. This week's guest went from being addicted to drugs to being addicted to success. Everything is 10x an obsession that just can't be satisfied grant cardone joins us this week he's a new york times best-selling author he's a businessman he's a social media freak of nature he's basically everywhere he's got his own television network um he, he helps people in business and in sales every single day uh, breakthrough and not only that he's also a father a husband he's a really interesting guy and i don't care whether you've seen grant before or not if you have you're going to get a glimpse at the guy that you've never seen before tapping into his true story who this guy really is how he plays every day and how he lives his life on purpose Welcome to the show, Grant Cardone. Hey, Justin, how you doing, man? Hey, brother, how are you? Come on, man. Grant Cardone, man, welcome to Life on Purpose, brother. Good to be here, bro. Good to be on purpose, my man. You know, uh, this show is all about helping people turn their pain into purpose. It's all about Mm. helping people uh, find a way to turn obstacles into opportunity. And I can't think of anybody better to talk to about that. Dude, Uh, I have had some pain in my life. So I have been drugged from behind the truck. You've done it and you're helping people do it now every day with uh, with the 10X life and and um, everything that that you got going on. Let's talk a little bit about where you came from. Okay. Uh, grew up uh, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, a little small town, about 60,000 back in the day. Uh, my dad was a hardworking, middle-class guy, try, trying to create a middle class for his, his, his wife and his five kids. He started having heart attacks when he was 38 years old. He had oh, three man. kids at the time. No, he started having heart attacks at 42. Hmm. And then not only was he having, having heart trouble, he lost his company, which was a life insurance company. His partner's Grabbed it from him for whatever reason. Things do happen to good people, bad Mm. things, in fact. Mm. And then uh, found out the same year he lost the life insurance company. Now he's out of a job. He's got three kids to feed, a 10, a a 15-year-old, a 10-year-old, and a 5-year-old, and finds out at 42 that he's got twin boys coming. Mm. And I'm one of them. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they don't even know how much energy I have, right? Made, and my twin brother, my identical twin, he's got as much energy as me. They made two of you? Yeah, they made two of us, man. <laughs> the, the I am man popped out two of us. So so um, here he is now. He's got five kids. He's out of work. He's 42 years old, and he's starting to have freaking heart problems. He would end up having heart problems for the next 10 years. Got into a new business the stock market and was becoming, he was a brand new rookie stockbroker. So you can imagine the pressure, the stress is back in the 50, uh, late 50s. Mm-hmm. And um, 
And then we're born. Ten years later, my dad's dead. Mm. He buys his dream house uh, a year and a half before he dies. And then and he did really well for himself and then left my mom this much insurance money. And she didn't know how to make money. She didn't know how to receive income. And she had three boys now to put through uh, high school and college. No direction, single partner, single woman bringing up three kids. And and, and a little bit of money, just enough money to be grateful. Justin, if you know what I mean, just enough money to be grateful and and only enough money to be terrified every day that it was going to go away. So she wasn't starving, but uh, she didn't know. She's scared, dude. What, like the, what tomorrow was going to bring. Exactly. Like the entire middle class. They don't know where they're going to get their money from today. And so that that's the kind of pressure. that That's the good part of my story. Okay. It only gets worse from here, man. <laughs> so, like, I wasn't born into poverty. I was born into, you know, I had a bicycle and I had a, a car when I was 15. I was like one of the privileged people in my neighborhood to have a car the day I got my driver's license. The problem is I lack direction. And, and purpose, as you say, and guidance. I lacked a dad telling me what to do. I didn't have anybody to kind of direct me. This is back in the drug, back at the start of the drug days, really. And um, I uh, get introduced to weed when I'm 15 years old. And, dude, it's just downhill from there. From the age of 15 to 25, I was a complete embarrassment to myself, my friends. You know, when the drug dealer starts saying, dude, I can't hang with you anymore, you got problems. I mean, you got some serious problems. I'm getting beat up every week. I'm getting wrecks. Everything's bad. So I'm I'm a good kid from a good family that kind of goes bad, right? And it wasn't that I was a bad kid. I didn't have any direction. I hated school, hated every freaking second of school, except the typing class with the hot Miss Gardner. And um, uh, by the time I'm 25, man, I'm, I'm a wreck, bro. I mean, I'm like, you know, wondering how I even lived the last five or six years. Physically beat up. Uh, I weighed 135 pounds. Gray. My my body's ash gray. All my friends are a disaster. I have no money. I can't hold the job down. Got an education. I don't even know how I got out of college. How you get out of college like this? So, uh, and then at 25 years old, I'm like, man, I got to turn this thing around. And the thing that was crippling me the most, I was spiritually bankrupt, physically bankrupt, emotionally bankrupt, mentally bankrupt. and, And my family had given up on me. They're like, dude, enough. So, and I didn't believe in me anymore. So how do you turn it all around? I almost don't trust people if they've never had like a rock bottom moment, like, like you're explaining here. I can tell you my pivot point. How do you turn around? If someone's hit that point, how is it possible for someone to, to break free? Grant Cardone will continue with this question and dive in deeper as we talk about living that 10x life that Grant so often writes and talks about. It really is living on purpose. We'll talk about that when we come back. By the way, grab the VIP All Access newsletter so you can live on purpose at justinbarclay.com. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. 
listening to On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to On Purpose with Grant Cardone. I'm Justin Barclay. So, Grant, we were just talking about this rock bottom moment, this place that you'd found yourself at, addicted to drugs, just bat off at a young age. How do you go to turn it all around, build this huge empire? I mean, that has to start somewhere with some sort of spark. What is it? How do you recommend other people do the same thing? You know, I think I think you go one of three routes. You know, it's either okay, get it, it gets really, really bad, like jail, which it could have easily that could have easily happened. Or or nothing happens. Like I know this chick, this beautiful girl that I used to date, man, she was in the same same exact story as me. Middle brought up middle class, deal goes bad. Um She's she's 57 years old today, and I'll bet you she's using drugs every day still today. 35 years. What is that? 30? Yeah, 30 years of daily drug use. Can't get off of it. And no telling who she's been used by, taken advantage of, uh, by. I mean, just I can't imagine. I love that girl, that girl. And I couldn't help her. Once I got clean, I got cleaned up at 25. So the other way out was to get cleaned up. So I went to a treatment center. My mom cut me off and said, done, I'm done. And um, clean your clean your game up, and you're welcome back in the family. Otherwise, so I went went to a treatment center. The treatment center put me on more drugs, uh, but they at least gave me 30 days to realize, dude, I could actually I could actually kick this thing and not use anymore. Uh, came home, threw the phenobarbital in the toilet, said, okay, uh, I'm not using more drugs. I'm getting off the drugs. And despite their 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 um, input. I threw I threw the drugs away. I never had any negative reaction to that myself. I know they tell you you can. No, no, man, stay on it, man. Wean off. Yeah, right. Uh, they don't want you off the drugs, man. Stay on the thing that's going to kill you. Uh. To- totally, dude. Totally. That'll certainly just make sure that you just end up like Angela. You know. So the three routes are: you either die, you just keep going on business as usual, kind of slowly dying, or hey. You know what? I'm done, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a freaking I'm gonna make a, a serious reversal right now, and and get my thing together. And I was 25 years old. And what I decided to do was I'm gonna throw all this negative energy into one thing. And I was selling cars at our, at the time, and uh, you know I, I didn't own the car dealership, so there was nothing. I wasn't the manager. I didn't run the place, so there's not a lot to be proud of here. I'm selling iron, man. And, and um, I decided, I said, you know what? I hate this job and I'm no good at it. So I'm going to quit this job, but I'm not going to quit until I get great at it. And I decided I just poured every freaking thing I had into that one thing. I became obsessed with becoming a great salesman, even though I hated selling. And I, I swear to you, I, I, if, it, if it took me 30 days to get great, I'd be shocked. The amount of potential and energy a person has in them once they redirect it into a purpose, like into one thing, right? And you're talking about pain to purpose, right? So once a guy or gal takes all that potential, the ADHD, the the OCD, all that, all that stuff, frankly, I believe is bull. I think it's all potential. And and I think it's a potential if you can grab and harness this stuff and throw it into one thing and become obsessed with one thing at a time that's positive. Uh, I think that th- th- those people become geniuses. You know, it's interesting. We, we t- talk about that uh, potential, the ADHD, those kind of things. You know, years ago, they didn't have labels for all that. Yeah, right. 
And so what was what was that years ago? It was just somebody. Well, that that kid's a little. He's got a little. He doesn't have. You know, he's got a little more energy. He was a kid. Yeah. (laughs) Twenty five years ago, if you did that, you were a kid. Exactly. Now, now it's a kid that we can make money on. This is the this. uh, You know, I'm a passionate person about a lot of things, but this particularly the drug and the kids, man. It's unbelievable. I cannot imagine. I don't care what your kid's problem is. There, there's no proof that any of this ADHD, ADDD, COD, boo boo, baba DD, uh, I'm scared of people. They got a freaking disease for everything. Sweaty palms. Uh, how about, how about, how about freaking go to work, man? You know, look, look, people are, kids are being forced in these schools, forced to study geography and history and, and, and bullshit that they don't even want to study. Do you know how agitated that can make a person? Force me to sit 50 minutes, Justin, and watch anything, and I guarantee you I'm going to get agitated. I'm going to want to punch something and want to hit something. I'm going to get all freaking hyper, and that's what we're doing to kids. We basically put them through this manufacturer, this this uh, conveyor belt of prisoners to, to listen to a history class that I, I do. I don't even care what it is or the math class. How about the math class? I don't even know why I'm learning it. Oh, uh, brother, let me tell you, you're speaking, uh, speaking my language right now, because when I was a kid, ever since I, I, I hit school, the, the one thing I would always get up back on the report card was, you know, the teacher would say talks too much. Well, I didn't follow that path. You know, I did. I did radio. I've been doing, done that for like 20 years. I started when I was in high school and. I'll be damned if I wasn't making by the time I was 20 something years old, you know, more than two, three times what those teachers were making right, and right. doing and getting paid for doing this, the thing that they said I shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. You're paid to talk now. And that's what they were trying to get you to stop doing. Right. I had a guy in my, I had a guy in my office the other day and this whole this whole labeling thing now has infiltrated adults, too. Right. So. um. You know, there's guys that believe that when they reach a certain age, they can't get a freaking erection anymore. So they go get a drug for it. Dude, you can get your own erection. OK, I got to tell you, I don't need a pill to get an erection. You just ain't using the right tools, the right, the right. Man, you, you, you don't have the right communication going on with the partner you're with. You don't need a bunch of chicks and a bunch of fantasy to get an erection, you know. So, I mean, I, that, that that's all in, in with the same topic. First of all, if a kid's interested in girls, that's one thing. At the end of his life, he can't get an erection. So I need meds for everything, basically. There's a guy in my office the other day, and he's doing a pitch to me. He's a, sale, a professional salesman, and he's pitching me. And I got, you know, I got, I'm coming out of one meeting, going to another meeting, going to a podcast, got a book. I'm working two book deals right now. I got a TV show going. I got, I got freaking at least 16 freaking windows open in my computer all the time in this computer. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and the guy, and, and the guy doesn't have my attention. It's a terrible pitch. And he's like, man, you got ADD, man. Every time I'm here, I'm like, what? He's like, you got ADD? I said, no, no, dude, I ain't got no attention for you right now. None. Zero. Don't, don't, don't tell me I got a problem. You're the cat with the problem. You're the guy that can't get me to close these other 16 windows because what you're telling me is not compelling enough. And this is the problem with the teaching system and, and, and the psychologist. Man, I got my attention on some stuff. It's just not you. I want to play games, man. I, I, I like that. That doesn't, that doesn't make a 16-year-old kid bad. I'm going to have a, a, a 16-year-old kid in my office Saturday, 
and his dad's worried about him. I'm like, dude, don't worry about him, dude. There's nothing wrong with your kid. He plays games all day. I said, good. Let's freaking throw power at him becoming the best gamer in the world. Because there might be something monster here. I know it's a big industry. And, 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 and when he throws his attention fully into that deal, that kid becomes a genius. Hacking, jacking, disappearing, doing tricks that nobody knows, right? So I'm all, for, I'm all with you on that, that, that deal. So how do you take your strengths? Because something that that was appeared as a weakness for for maybe for you, even when you were in school, the fact that you, uh, you know, they said you, you lacked, a, a, you know, the ability to focus or you just weren't interested. Because I know there I went through all that crap in school that when I was going into classes, I would look I would question, what am I going to I'd look the teacher in the eye and I'd say this. And yeah, what what am I going to use this for in the real world? And they couldn't give me an answer. Now, no. you uh, you're a guy who they say, well, you maybe you lack focus, you're ADD or whatever it is. That very thing is a strength in your business as an entrepreneur. Yeah, because, I mean, the amount uh, the amount of production I get done every day, I just never bought the deal. OK, like like me throwing the phenobarbital away from from the, the Hazelden that's the, supposed to be a treatment facility. It basically just puts me on another drug. That's not a treatment, dude. That's a that's a freaking drug dealer. You know, I don't want to be on drugs. I want to be aware. I want to do a lot of things. I'm interested in being like I was when I was 12. You're a 12 year old kid, dude. You want to do everything. I want to freaking play with fire. I want to drive cars. I want to play with guns. I want to run and jump. I want to be hanging from the limbs of the trees. I want to do everything. Then what happened to us, man? What happened to us, man? People sit in front of TVs all day long and just stare at the TV. That's why, the, like what you're doing here, Justin, with offering offering this podcast, you know, for people to turn pain into purpose. This is important, man. But but you're you're getting beat by you're getting beat by the other medium, CNN, you know, talking about Donald Trump all day, and 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 the other the other twelve guys can't even get any attention, so they're blaming Donald. And they're getting their brains, their heads handed to them because Donald knows how to get attention. And and notice that Donald's got the money and he knows how to get attention. The other freaking 12 deadbeats, they, they don't know how to get attention because they're too white, too vanilla, won't take a stand, too political. That's not the people that actually make it in the world today. Yeah, and, and I think the other thing that, that people are not aware of is he is basically – an example of what anybody can do. Like, he's not spending any money right now. Most people don't know this, but he's not. The, the spend is zero. This guy is a brilliant businessman. He knows how to market with no expense. He is using the media. Now, now, when I watch Donald, all I'm trying to do is learn because I don't care about politics. We, we are not a political planet. We are an economic planet, Period. You can you everybody can get lost in the politics. The politics is the pretty girl next to the magician on the stage. Okay, the magician is doing an economic trip. He sold you tickets, man. The hot chick, the noise is the way for the 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 politics is the way to get away with the economics. So so my point about that is I think people are watching Donald saying, dude, no money. He's not spending money. He's using Twitter. He's beating up a Twitter account that's free. Okay, he's getting CNN, CNBC, Fox. He's getting all the mediums to basically say, what did you say? Anybody can learn to push the line. And the message he's really sharing with people is, 
look, you got to get noisy in the world today. You got to make noise today. You got to be heard today. You cannot play the middle class game. This resonates true with most people. The game your mom and dad taught you fly under the radar, be seen and not heard. Don't be too noisy. Don't get too much attention. Don't talk to strangers. Those stories are completely one, they're lies. They were mistakes given, handed down by your parents to you. Today, if you want to be successful, be noisy, fly above the radar. Any attention's good attention. Um, and, and you want to be seen and you want to be heard. You want to be hated in order to be loved. Because you're not going to get the love you want unless you get the hate you need. So that really sounds to me like uh, attraction marketing. And what I what I hear there is, see, you're never going to be right for the wrong person. You're never going to be good enough for the wrong person. People spend all their time trying to focus on being right for the person, for the wrong person, the people that aren't going to care anyway. And when you just be yourself, you stand in the middle of the square and sing your song and you're who you are, the right people will find you. And those are the people you want to focus on. Yeah, like, like like everybody's acting like they're still in high school, which is, you know, I want to be the most popular person in the room. You do not want to be the most popular person in the room. You want to be the most known person in the room to be the no, most known person in the room. And this is what helped me from high school. My, my I, I was hated by the football team because I got all their girls. You know, they thought they owned the freaking cheerleaders. And I didn't know that that was one of the rules. So I went and freaking basically uh, what's the word poached? I poached. In the real world, look, you got to be willing to get beat up, okay? You cannot be everybody's buddy and take care of your family. It is impossible. The mattress dealer in your marketplace, the lawyer that does well in your marketplace, the dentist, the bleeding dentist in your marketplace, if you have one, the car dealer, the one that's doing the best, these are all the noisy people, if you just pay attention. Hey, we got the best mattresses in the world, man. No money down. No money a month. Sleep well, right? You know those guys that are real noisy? Half the people hate them. Half the people buy them. Rush Limbaugh says that. He's like, hey, the people that love me listen to me two hours a day. The people that hate me listen to me four hours a day. So if you're trying to, if you're, if again, if you go back to this comment about the planet is economics, okay? Money. It's about money. The middle class is devastated in this country and it will never change. Politicians try to tell the middle class it's safe to be there. You need to run for your life, folks. The middle class is not the place to be. You have to get above that today and out of it in order to be free and have financial freedom. And the way to do that is to break all these middle class ideas about stay in the middle, play it safe you need people to actually not not like you not like you today yeah so chances are grant if somebody's listening to this right now like they they already feel it they know they like know deep down inside they've probably known all their life that there's something bigger that they're supposed to do they're just not sure maybe necessarily how to get there and how to do it yet i want to talk about that when we come back because life can be different right it can be as you say 10x you can live on purpose by the way if you want tips tricks and inspiration Dozens, literally dozens of ways that you can get freedom and live on purpose. Just grab your phone right now. Text 44222, the word Justin, my name, to 44222. It'll ask for your email address. Send that through, and then you're in to the all-access newsletter. It's absolutely free. More with Grant Cardone on purpose. 
right after this. I'm Justin Barclay. Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc and Skip. We are backing different groups that are fighting each other in the Middle East. There is no justification for this. I don't care how difficult the situation is or all the particulars. There is no justification. If this is going on, then somebody needs to come up with a better plan. Period. Well, Doc, it's more difficult. You don't understand. Tell you what, smart guy. Come up with a better damn plan than us funding these groups that are fighting other ones. The Morning Blaze with Doc and Skip. Weekday mornings, 6 to 9 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. So you're cruising along, life looks great, you're dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's, you're checking off the checklist, doing exactly what they tell you to do until you hit a bump in the road. And all of a sudden you realize the deal isn't what they said it was. You get a rude awakening. Same thing happened to me. Um, you know, I, I thought I was doing my dream job until three years ago. I, I, I didn't realize it turned into a nightmare. I, yeah. was, I was let go. Best thing ever could have happened to me. Um, I had a contract. I had to pay it a little bit. So I had some time to just kind of sit back and go, okay, now what? Realized I never wanted to do the thing that I always thought I wanted to do. I never wanted to do that again. Last night, my wife and I drive out to a, a lake where we have a little place. And um, we sat and watched the meteor shower last oh. night. On the dock, we went out, just sat down, lay down, and watched the meteor shower. And I just had to pinch myself because I thought, you know, I used to be a slave to the alarm clock back in the day. And I had to do these certain things because I thought I was following that path that I was supposed to be doing. What is it that people can do if they're finding themselves either stuck where they need to make a change or that they they feel like, you know what, there's got to be more to life than just this? What, What do you recommend? Well, uh, the meteor shower. Did you see me last night in the meteor shower? Because I was in it, bro. I was spitting gold. I saw you up there. I saw you flying. Okay. So, look, if you're in a bad place, man, you're in a job you freaking hate. You know, half the planet is doing a job today they hate. Okay. Half the planet is doing something they hate. I guarantee you. If you're broke, a lot of people out there don't have any money, right? They're like, man, I don't have any money, man. Where do I go? I'm broke. I'm out of work. Uh, or I have a job I hate. You've already quit the job. You just hadn't made it official by leaving. And then finally, one day you finally get let go. Thank you. Finally. So all these things are going to happen to you. Girlfriend's going to leave you. Boyfriend's going to leave you. Dude, bad things happen to good people. And they're going to happen to you a bunch. Everybody's in transition. The, 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 the trick is how do you make transitions? Like you did, Justin. You're like, dude, maybe this is a good thing that just happened to me. I was 29 years old and basically lost a hundred thousand, hundred and twenty thousand dollar a year job. I was making a lot of money, 120 grand a year in Lake Charles, Louisiana, dude. 25 years ago, that was like 300 grand, and I'm saving all of it. I mean, I'm literally 40 percent of every dollar my entire life. I've saved 40 percent of every dollar I've ever made. Once you get to a certain place, you're like, I need to save this money. I wanted to put it aside, and boom, I lose my job, and I'm like, okay, this is the impetus I finally needed to go work for myself. And I started my own company. 
And that was the hardest three years I've ever done in my life. I mean, that's when I really met me. I, I was already, a, a, I mean, I was an excellent, I was probably in the top one or 2% of all the salespeople in my industry. And now I'm like, okay, now, okay, I got to find out if I can be more than a salesman. I got to find out if I can actually learn how to build a business. And I spent the next three years cold calling millionaires around the United States. I'd get on a plane, fly to Salt Lake City and say, my name is Grant Cardone and I got something you need to listen to. That was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It was like being a Mormon on mission in another another part of the world. You know, those guys go on a two year mission, dude, selling religion. You know, that's you know, greatest, nothing harder to sell than religion, bro. Yeah, that's the greatest training, man. I, I, you could ever imagine for for getting started. Those guys that had to go knock on doors like that. I mean, you can do that. You can do anything. You can do that. You can do anything. In fact, every person that's listening to this, you know, I dare you to go out with your product this week. And just take three blocks around where you're located right now and cold call people. I dare you to do it. And I dare you to do it for one hour every day. And if you do it for one hour every day for the next 30 days, okay, I guarantee you, you will be 10 times better person than you are 30 days from now. You will learn skills and abilities they don't teach in college. This should be a course in college. Okay. How do you walk up? Knock on somebody's door. Tell them who you are. I mean, I mean, that would be a college course that would be, they ought to do it in high school. Probably ought to do it in freaking elementary school. Why do, why do you think, and maybe this is the wrong question to ask, but why do you think we're not teaching those things? How come uh, it, real life skills aren't being taught to, to kids? Well, well, because, you know, the number, number one is because the, the, the teachers don't even know them. You know, let, let me let me take the teacher, the, the history teacher and say, hey, hey, let's go. Me and you make a cold call. OK, let's see what you got in you. I know you can read out of a book. You can tell me what happened 200 freaking years ago. But let's see what you can do right here, right now, man. I don't care about 200 years ago. I need to know what I'm going to do now. How do I go out and make a living tomorrow, man? What's the real game here? Why didn't the football team, rather than the football team getting m- money from the government, why didn't the football team say, hey, you guys want to freaking play football? You want uniforms? Go raise the money. Go raise the money. Just don't play on the field. You got 100,000 troops coming out of the, the military every year right now. 40,000 were just pink slipped. This is a disaster in this country. The biggest employer in the world, not in the country, in the world is the U.S. military. 100,000 Military people are going to be given pink slips from the, between the ages of 20 years old and 40 years old. Here, man, sorry, adios, you're out of a job. They're being shoved back into the civilian marketplace. They have no clue what to do. They knew what to do in Afghanistan. They don't know what to do in Indiana, Greenville, South Carolina, back in Iowa. They're going to go back and be like, the first three or four days is going to be great. Barbecues, beer, hanging out, happy hit the wife a little more, you know, boom, they've been missing that. And then they're going to be like, "Uh uh-oh, I need a job. Now I don't know how to do an interview. I don't know where to start. I don't know who to call on. Nothing, okay? Suicide rate, 22 vets kill themselves every day, the highest unemployment rate in the world. Why? No purpose. I don't know how to fill my purpose. So this goes back to your show. Where's the purpose, man, of your life? What are you supposed to be doing every day that you throw your freaking guts out on the road and say, hey, I'm willing to go all the way with that deal? 
So is purpose something you find? Is it definite? Do you define it? Or is it something that changes and is fluid throughout time? It's On Purpose with Grant Cardone, our guest today, 10X, author, New York Times bestselling off. Of course, he's a businessman, and I mean, the guy's just taking the world by storm. Social media influencer, he's all over the map. Grant talks purpose, and we'll get into that when we continue. If you'd like to find out how to find your purpose, and maybe you'd want literally dozens of ways how you can define your freedom. Uh, text the word Justin, my name, to 44222 and grab our all-access, free all-access newsletter. Get in the VIP so you can live on purpose today. I'm Justin Barclay. This is On Purpose. On, purpose. on the Blaze Radio Network. Buck Sexton. I get it. I'm, I'm, it's a frustration of mine. I understand why the idea that the candidate who's the front runner. Being covered like his entertainment because he is not a real thing. He's not a real candidate. He is like the dictator of North Korea. Does anybody believe that, by the way? I mean, this is. Think about if you said that about some other candidate. Buck Sexton. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. It's Justin, JustinBarclay.com, and we're back with Grant Cardone, and this is On Purpose. So quick question. This should be an easy one. What is your purpose, Grant? How do you define it? Well, my, my, I mean, it's changed from the age of 29. 29, I'm, I'm trying to get some money. You know, I'm trying not to go through the money I had. 25, at 25, I'm like, okay, I just got to, like, build my self-respect. Right. And I got to get a little bit of money. That's I really didn't care about money at 25. I was broke, spiritually broke. OK, I just got to get my self-respect back. Then I started becoming a great salesperson. And then I, I, man, I fell in love with this whole sales thing. I'm like, the possibilities are endless here. Right. And and so now my purpose was I'm going to be the best car salesman in the United States. Then at the age of 29, I lose my job. OK, I got to start a business. Now my purpose is to have a business. Right. The, the, the next three years, I was making no money so because I, I didn't know what I was doing. So I went from making money now to making no money. So now what's my purpose? You see, the point I'm making is it's going to keep changing, right? It's just going to keep changing as time goes on, 29, 35, 40. I'm, I'm 45 years old. I've had a business now for at that time at, for 15 years. My businesses were successful. Uh, I, I'm married, finally found my wife. Now I'm building a family, new purpose. Like, folks, you got to keep building out to your potential. What is your potential right in front of you, right? It's your life purpose is like driving a car down the road. You're looking through the windshield. You know, a good driver is going to be looking in front of them, not behind them or to the side of them. I'm not too worried about that. A good driver really has his his eyes not locked on one thing, but on I can feel everything. I can experience everything around me. So. Today, today, it's my purpose is to reach my full potential. I don't even know what that is. You know, I've written five books in the last six years. I have two more books coming out this year. I'm working on a TV show, a TV network. Um, I'm the number one Paris, uh, Meerkat streamer in the world, top five Periscope streamers. I don't even know what comes next, man. Blab comes out. I'm all over Blab. Uh, I just met you today. Me and you're going to do something freaking big together. I uh, took delivery of a jet three months ago. 
Hell, I'm already ready to get rid of that freaking Gulf Stream and get something else, dude. Ready to upgrade. I got a a real estate portfolio uh, that's worth $350 million. My goal is to take that to $4 billion in the next 10 years. I wouldn't have thought any of this at 30 years old, man. You know, 25, I just didn't. I wanted to go one day without smoking weed. One day. Hmm. So, so. I mean, my my ultimate goal right now is I want to meet as many success-oriented, positive people as I can on this planet and help them. I don't care what your race is, your religion, your sexual preference. I don't care if you sleep. None of that matters to me. I don't care how you vote, Democrat, Republican, or not at all. I want to help positive, success-minded people that don't have any time for hate, okay? And you don't have any time for the news uh, or, or yesterday. To, to create a tomorrow, a network of people that are that, that want to support each other in helping one another grow their businesses and take care of their families. So let me ask you, because I, I, I want I know that this is important, but let me ask you how important is and I've seen it in my own life, man, I was a very unhappy. Uh, I was miserable when I was working, uh, even though I was doing the thing I, I always wanted to do. I yeah. just didn't realize I was in a very toxic environment um, and. No matter how hard I would fight, now I know how I'd handle it, but no matter how hard I would fight then, it would just swallow me up even more and more. How important is that positivity? In the last three years, man, I've done nothing but read these books back here, put good stuff in here. You know, how important is that for somebody that wants to turn their life around? Well, you know, I... It's not. It's not just important that you that you're positive. You got. You guys have to stop. You got to. You got to control what you watch. Like I do not. My kids, my three year old and six year old, are not allowed to see anything on TV that I don't know exactly what's coming out of that TV screen. So, and I do the same thing for me. I I don't turn something on without knowing what is going to hit me. How do you so stay? To, how do you stay yeah. on top of things? Or do you do you even need? Because one of the things I quit doing was I quit cutting. Like I, you don't know how much happier I was once I stopped watching news and, and paying attention. To that kind of somebody asked me yesterday, "Hey, what about uh, the funeral of this guy? Have you seen anything?" I, I don't know. I haven't seen. I'm not watching. I have no idea. And they looked at me like yeah. I had two heads. How do you do that? Because you need to stay on top of certain things. Yeah, for totally. Your business. I totally- yeah, particularly in your business, you got to be you got to be agile enough to communicate about present things going on, so you don't sound like you're from another time zone, right? So when I turn the news on, I'm turning it on purely, purely, so I can con- make news. I'm not watching news for it to affect me. I'm watching, and sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll be like, "Hey, I just want to be affected by this freaking uh, whack job, Megan Kelly." Okay. I want to watch, you know, I mean, I can't even watch Nancy, Nancy Grace. No, no matter how freaking low I go in a day, I can't watch Nancy. Uh, Don Lemon. Sometimes I turn him on. I, I, I mean, I admit it. I get weak. I'm like, okay, I want to watch Lemon play the race card. Uh-oh. You know, I'll watch uh, Limbaugh because, I, you know, Limbaugh's a genius, dude. The guy's a genius. I mean, I, I, you know, I know it's all freaking drama and and sometimes I'll do that, but I know when I'm doing it that I'm doing it just to be affected. Like going to a horror movie. I, I'll go to it just because I want to be scared for a second. But you got people turning this on, think it's true, man. You got people watching, you know, watching TV and think, oh my God, that's it. That ain't it. They don't even know what the freak they're talking about. Okay. So I watch news mostly to figure out to stay current and to know how to use news to find my spot to get attention 
like what you're doing with your podcast, you know? So funny you mentioned that, man. Back when I was on the radio, um, we needed we needed to make like you said earlier, we made noise. That was the that was how we got uh, that's how we got attention. We just made noise. And I would look through the news and I would find things that were topical. And because the TV, the media, because they don't they really all they do is read teleprompters and read stories that somebody else has written for them. So I would go out to make their job as easy as possible. And right. I would create things around these topical moments, these pop culture things that were happening in the news. And it would become news. And then again, we because we made noise, we'd we'd get a pop from it. Yeah, totally, totally. So you're just riding streams, right? You're just riding noise. That's all you're doing. And most people are receiving noise and being affected by it. Look, you're not. This is not a. They're going to spend three or four billion dollars in this next presidential election, folks. Who cares who the president is? I don't need a president, man. I don't need a governor. I don't need a mayor. You know what I need? I need to be king of my universe. I need to be the father, the husband, the business owner, the friend. I need to be a friend. I need to make a difference for the better. Okay. I don't care who the freaking mayor of this town is. Yeah. Would I like to meet him? We could hang out. I got more money than he's got. Okay. I'm going to make a bigger change than he's got. So I don't care about all that. Donald Trump wins. Hillary wins. It don't matter, dude. I'm taking care of my family either way. I don't care. Frumpy, dumpy, hairless, whatever. Okay. I'm taking care of my family. And the way for me to do that is make my name known. I can't make my name known if I'm negative. If you're freaking terrified every second of every day, you're not going to go outside. You know, consider that your parents taught you not to talk to strangers and you wonder why so many people don't have any freaking money. I mean, imagine if that would have stuck to you, Justin, you wouldn't be doing a podcast because most of the people, every the, the people that have what I want, I don't know them yet. Thus, quote unquote, strangers. So that's where money comes from, right? That's where everything, like you just said, what, whatever it is you want comes from people. Comes from strangers, man. It doesn't come from my friends. When's the last time your friend gave you something? When's the last time your uncle, your aunt, your mom, and your daddy, you're trying to build a business, you guys won't even go talk to your mom and your dad. If you're not going to ask mommy, daddy, uncle, aunt, brother, sister, oh, I don't want to ask my family, well, then you're left with the rest of the freaking planet. Okay. If you're scared of every Muslim, every black person, every white lady, okay, every Hispanic, if you're scared of it, like, like, dude, I can't talk to anybody. I got a three-year-old and a six-year-old learning Chinese and Spanish and English every week. Why? Because I want them communicating with more people, not less people. I tell my kids, talk to every stranger that you meet. Make sure they know you. Say hello to them. Smile at them. A lady saw me doing this the other day in the store, and she's like, sir, your, your kids are talking to strangers. Hey, lady, get your freaking terror away from my kids, okay? My kids are the most dangerous people in their environment. They're not scared. You're the freaking scary particle, okay? Not them. And not the, not the homeless guy. The homeless guy's sitting there. He got alcohol all over him. My kids need to know how to say hello to him and not be terrified of anything so that they can take care of themselves, so we know that environment's important, what you've mentioned. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we know that uh, that positivity is important. And, and I'm not saying because there's some people in your life, you know, family members that are that are, you know, you find your time spending time with them and you just feel drained afterwards. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. You can't divorce them completely, but you can limit your time 
maybe with them. You know, you know what I do on that? I, what I do is I start adding people to my life. I, this is probably one of the number one questions that gets asked me. What do I do about the negative people, man? Look, man, don't worry about them. You don't need to leave them. You don't need to, 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 to get real. I mean, unless they're really freaking a problem. What you need to do is add people. Add people to your life, new people. You need new friends, man. You need new people so you don't have time for the negativity. Because let's face it, man, if you got time to talk to negative people, it's because you ain't talking to somebody else. I don't have time for negative people. And if they come into my life, I'm like, dude, I'm going off to something else, right? I'm moving on to something else. I know people that they brag about they still have their friends from childhood. I'm like, well, dude, are you bragging or complaining? Because that ain't something to brag about. <laughs> you got your same three best friends. You're not changing. Because it is impossible, literally impossible, to have the same three friends. That means all four of you didn't change for the last 40 years. It's impossible, man. You want new friends, new ideas, new books, new technologies, you know, you, I don't ever want to be the, the, the old guy that doesn't know what's going on. I want to at least be the old guy that's willing to know what's going on. I never want to be the smartest guy in the room is the other thing that you always hear people say. Who are you yeah. surrounding yourself with? Because I get the sense that, um, you, you know, you've done a lot of work on yourself. But who are you who are you surrounding? Who are your mentors? Who are the, the people that that uh, that you're learning from? Dude, I, what I do is I study people that, first of all, anybody can have a mentor today. It's come through books. The average American reads one book a year. And then they're like, I need a mentor. I need a mentor. Look, I, I, I've written more books than most people read in their lifetime. So you want a mentor, then what you do is you read. I'm not talking about college and high school. I'm talking about reading stuff you want to read. Now, the way I pick, the way I pick what I'm going to read or who I'm going to hang with is I find somebody that's doing well in every area of life, not one area. Like, like Steve Jobs would not have been somebody I would have spent time with. And the reason why, I mean, Steve's a brilliant guy, but he, 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 you know, it was apparent that he wasn't happy at home. I want it all. Okay. I want it all. I want to be happy at home. I want to be, I want to have time for my kids. I want to be financially rich. I want to be sick, stupid, crazy, wealthy. And, and, and I want to make a difference in the world. I want to help people out. I don't want to just be rich and sick. You know, I don't want to be the guy that gets wealthy and then takes it and, and draws the curtain over him and nobody now can touch him. So I want that visible, transparent. So the reason I'm saying all that is I'm going to look for other people that have already done that. Wealthy, transparent, open, not scared of the world. They don't think they're hot. Shit. They probably cuss. I trust people that cuss a little bit. Um, doesn't mean I'm right, but I do. And um you know, I'd like I'd like to be around people that like children. Kids don't irritate them. You know, I know some rich guys that can't do it. I know I know a guy here in town. I'm, I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be a good buddy of mine. He play, he plays golf five times a week, man. He can't be a good buddy of mine. He's not doing anything. You know, he's going out at night drinking. Then he's doing strip joints, and then he's playing golf all day. That's not my deal. Okay, my deal is I want to give back. I want to make a difference. I want people to say good things about me when I'm not here anymore. And it doesn't mean everybody's going to like me. Some people are going to think I'm too brash. I'm too arrogant. I'm too cocky. I got a full head of hair and I'm too good looking. Hey, man, all that's true. <laughs> so let me ask you, man, because what you've just said, I think, makes a good point. It's like Zig uh, Ziglar used to have that that wheel of life. And if any one of those things was off, 
you know, yeah. you try driving down the road and that thing, it's not going to work. Right. So, right. so that's what you're looking for is an overall, um, uh, uh, you you call it the 10x 10x life. You know, a lot of times this buzzword that I hear lately, I hear a lot of people say it here. You say it. I mean, uh, hustling. You know, people are hustlers. They you got to talk about the hustle. And I think that um, when people hear that, maybe they don't necessarily 100 percent understand exactly what it is because it can mean a number of things. How do you hustle? Yet make side make make time for certain things because you know I see you spend time with your kids I see that you get everything you get things in you find yeah. time for those things yeah h- h- how do you do it first of all I don't manage time I've never ever done time management I think time management is is just a program somebody wants to sell you I think it's impossible to manage time because I actually don't even think time exists I think it's a made up concept right like numbers. Money is made up. Okay, the, the reason people have problems with money and time, notice they're very similar. They're both made up. Okay, Th- this money right here, people have trouble with money because they they attach a value to it. Well, what is it? Which one of these would you rather have? Piece Just of a paper. Piece of paper. Yeah. Or the money. I mean, nobody worries about wasting paper. They worry about this. Oh my God, oh, money! It's so freaking important. Dude, there's so much money on this planet. There's probably there's probably as much money as there's paper. I mean, it's the same thing. Time. Time is, time is, if I have this much time, how do I make it bigger? If it's eight minutes, how do I make eight minutes bigger, right? Well, what I would do is I would put more into the eight minutes. I'm not going to try to manage it. I'm going to shove more into it, right? Do you mean like physical things or do you mean more of the experience? Because what I'm hearing and what I'm kind of understanding what you're saying is that you notice how time slows like either time can fly or yeah. time can slow down at certain times. Is that is that what is that what I'm hearing? What, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create the illusion. I mean, people, this is probably the second most often asked question I get. Dude, how do you get so much stuff done? Because I am not thinking about time. I have no idea how long me and you've been on here today. I, I, I don't know. Has it been 30 or 40 minutes? About 40 Doesn't matter to me, man. I got yep. people coming to me right now. We got something else going on. That's fine, dude. I'm doing this right now, Dave. I'm a jam. I'm a jam, okay? And if somebody's got to wait, okay, or if this cuts out short, I'm in a jam. I say yes to everything. I just say yes to everything. I'm not trying to, oh, what time is it? My my watch, okay, I love watches. It's not even set for the right time. <laughs> I put it on, man. Somebody said, hey, man, you need one of those boxes that rolls the watch so it keeps doing. I'm like, dude, I don't I don't care what time it is, dude. I didn't buy it because of the freaking clock. I bought it because it, it looks good. See, you see, I just like, I, you know, I needed to adjust because it's so big. So 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 all I'm saying is, man, you guys need to have more fun in, in life, man. You need to pack more in and quit worrying about, oh, my God, it's five o'clock. I got to go home. Why? How do you, why do you even know what day it is? You guys should not know what day it is. I think it's Thursday. But why do you know? Why, why? Wednesday's hump day. Look, look at how people think. Mondays, uh, Monday, I hate Mondays. Wednesday's hump day. Thank God it's Friday. Oh my God, the weekend's here. Let's go unconscious. Dude, you just wasted four freaking days. So the average American doesn't even know how many hours there are in a week. Okay, the average American works just a little bit more than the French do now, 35 hours a week, 35 hours divided into 168 is like 30 percent of your week you work and you bitch about work. 
Of those 35 hours you work every week, maybe, maybe you did 16 or 17 hours. Maybe. I mean, let's be real. Dude, it, today, people complain about a nine to five. I work 95 hours every week. So I don't know what they're talking about, the nine to five thing. I'm like, you, you, you mean 95, right? What's the dash for? I don't know the dash thing. The nine to five. What's the two for? I do, dude, 95 hours is the appropriate amount of time to work. And be loving, be digging what you're doing. Be making a difference for the better, man. Be smiling at people, loving them, patting them on the back, doing a lot of stuff, doing a lot of new stuff. Get a lot of stuff done and you'll get more stuff done. You'll pack more in that 10 minutes and find out 10 minutes starts looking like an hour to other people. We've been talking about time and we've been talking about money and so many people feel like those two are connected, like they have to give time to get money. Mm-hmm. And and we've always heard that time is money. Yeah, time is money. Both of those, as you just said, were man-made. They're yeah. man-made. They're, they're constructed by us. Totally manufactured. So uh, if neither one of those are real, <laughs> you know, well, not. how do people break that? How can some, How can you tell someone how can they break that? You know, I mean, you know, how, how do you break it? I mean, you got you got to start you got to start listening to somebody else. Right. You know, you got to start listening. You know, Susie Orman's going to tell you there's a shortage of money. That's her whole message is there's a shortage of money and that you should be a lesbian. Basically, that's the message, which is fine with me. The second part of that's fine. It's the first half. This bull. You want to be a lesbian? Fine. But there's no shortage of money. OK, uh, if you listen to the guys at Fox, they're going to say, hey, uh, uh, Obama has manufactured $4 trillion worth of uh, a new paper, and we're, we're printing paper. Dude, all paper has been printed. All the money was printed. So we've had a problem since the first printing press. This isn't a new issue, okay? The, 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 the issue is there's no shortage. Dave Ramsey's going to tell you you should never borrow money, ever, never, never, under any conditions, all these are not true, okay? Why wouldn't you borrow something that's not even real? Why wouldn't I borrow something that's not real? You know, to, to, to get something else that's not real, to make sure that the time I have on this planet that's not real is at least enjoyable. So you see, what you have is people blocked in by all these ideas. They're just trapped by all these, oh, I got to get a house. I got to own a home. I got to have two kids. I got to put a fence around it too, make sure I'm safe, Okay. And so people are just trapped by all these ideas rather than saying, wait a minute, man, what's valuable? What's valuable is me going into the marketplace and saying, hey, I'm here. Let's roll. Let's do something. Let's make a difference. But but so so the answer is like you got to start learning something new. You know, you got to start listening to some new ideas, not your mommy and daddy's and grandpa's ideas. Those ideas built a middle class in America. There was a good thing. 50 years ago. Today, it's a bad thing. You do not want to be in this middle class. I, my message to everybody today is figure out how to break out of the trap that you're in because it was literally constructed around you to trap you to get politicians so that you would vote for them. Both sides say they're protecting you. They cannot. Look at the numbers. Wages are going down like this for 27 years. You do not reverse that trend in America. Okay, so the individual, uh, Justin, and, and maybe we end on this. The individual has to start thinking different and acting different if they truly want to take care of their family uh, differently. That's powerful. You brought some great points. Um 
ideas, uh, ways for people to uh, to kind of change things in their life. And, and you're right. I mean, you're not going to change until you start to change your thoughts. And what's what's going on inside here? There's no yeah. way that you're going to change your reality. That's uh, that's life on purpose. Well, well, thank you, Grant, for joining us, man. Thank you for uh, spilling out a little bit today. I, I know that uh, you spit the gold, my friend. I spit gold, baby. I spit gold. That's what I do. I spit gold. We, hey, we, man, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. If I can ever do anything for you at all, hey, I'm in your. I'm, I'm in your. Uh, I, I owe you. And, and I hope your audience likes this and I hope they share it with other people and it grows your audience and, and then we can connect up with more like-minded people uh, uh, like you. And I really appreciate the work you're doing. Likewise, where can people find you? I mean, other than everywhere, because I know that's dude, where if you, you Dude, if you have trouble finding me, then that's my damn fault. I love okay. You say that all the time and I, you know I, that makes so much sense to me. I, I, I love that. It's a great point. Yeah, just Google me, Google me, Safari me, uh, call out to your favorite God and I'll be there. <laughs> Grand Co. Down. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, brother. You have a great day. Thanks. There it is. 10X on purpose with Grant Cardone. Grant's got a special offer, as a matter of fact, for all of the on purpose listeners. You can go to CardoneUniversity.com slash special and check it out. Limited time offer right now. CardoneUniversity.com slash special. He's got a, a couple of great deals there if you want to check that out. You're looking for more resources. Matter of fact, you can get the full show notes at justinbarkley.com slash purpose zero zero seven. Another great show. And I'm looking forward to bringing you even better stuff in the weeks to come. Anybody you want me to interview? Is there anybody you'd love me to dig deep into and find out how they're living their life on purpose? Send me an email. Love to hear from you. Get on the VIP all access email list and find out how you can live your 10x life on purpose. Tips, tricks, and inspiration at justinbarclay.com. Just click on that big blue box that says all access, or you can text the number 44222. That's 44222 and send my name, Justin, to that number. When you do, it'll ask for your email. Send that back and you're in. It's just that simple. That's it. So until next time, it's Justin Barkley saying cheers to you and your life on purpose. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barkley on the Blaze Radio Network.